Would you rather? I'm gonna I'm gonna read this word for word, so please excuse the excuse excuse the French. Would you rather eat a bowl of shit once or have explosive diarrhea for the rest of your life? It's all. It's. Well, I was gonna say it's always the once thing, except if it causes you permanent damage. And I think in this case, <laughs> I love how you've now you've got a framework. You have to have a framework. <laughs> like you've been exposed to so many would you rather's. Like someone right. says, would you rather something something once? You're like ah. I know. Put this one through algorithm twenty-three. <laughs> so, so the once eating thing. a bowl of poo once is going to cause you possible permanent damage. <laughs> a bowl of it is loads. From, from well, it depends on the size of the bowl. Size of the bowl, isn't it? It's an absolute invasion of bacteria, isn't it? Like, is it better or worse it if it's your own poo? I don't know this, you know. Um, Surely it would be fine if it's your own poo. Well, not fine, but because I know if people have like their bowel ruptures for example it causes mm. huge problems but it's still kind of I think contained yeah it? most people would fancy their chances more with their own than someone else's <laughs> but I couldn't I couldn't base that couldn't on say for, for sure yeah I don't imagine they've done much in the way of testing yeah both are suboptimal situations Outcomes. but so you would rather have explosive diarrhea but it's, a, it's a whole new line of biotech research to put some put one person's poo into another person's bum or mouth um, so this, this is, I'm not. <laughs> they, they don't. They already put poo in other people's bums. Yeah, so that's what James McElroy does. James Hi. McElroy, if you're Hi, James. Bio, <laughs> bio ticks, biotics. Yeah. His whole business is putting poo into other people's putting bums. Poo. Yeah, and solving major problems by doing Which so. Which is poo. Really good. So you would rather have. If, the if you're wondering what what on earth is that, it's uh, look up fecal transplant. Yeah. No, it is a legit thing. It is legit. Just not in the end that we are discussing. <laughs> so Yusuf would rather have explosive diarrhea. I think because I don't really know, I don't I don't have as much understanding about what it would do to me. I feel like when you're worried about something, <laughs> it's normally because Day three of medical school, they teach you what happens when... Under no circumstances. <laughs> you mustn't. I don't know why they'd speak like that, but in my head they do. You're listening to the Propane Fitness Podcast, your ultimate resource for fat loss and muscle gain with none of the gimmicks. With your hosts, Yusuf and Johnny. Simple rules, dramatic results. Would you rather be rich and ugly or poor and good, poor and good looking? Rich and ugly? I'm already quite ugly. <laughs> <laughs> so it would just be gaining money. That's cue for loads of comments going, no you're oh, not, don't Yusuf. Worry, you're not. I bet, you, I bet you have a lot more fans than you think. More fans? Fans. They're, they're usually middle-aged male fans that send us private messages. <laughs> it's never women of the same age, is it? No. It seems unanimous. There's probably a reason. There's probably more reasons for that than just no women your own age like you. <laughs> <laughs> like, you've managed to sustain... A relationship with a woman for a while now. <laughs> to convince a woman <laughs> for long enough that I'm not. Well, luckily, it's because she doesn't listen to the propane, the propane. podcast. If she did, it'd Let, be a nightmare. More. I think I think it would probably it make no her longer like, be in a relationship. Probably like, <laughs> <laughs> because of all the middle-aged men. I think she'd like you more. Right. So you always hate the would you rather. <laughs> 
be invisible or fly. Quickly, quick fly, what? quick. Go. Permanently. Go. Yeah. Fly. Three feet taller or three feet shorter. Taller. Have one wish, one wish granted now or three wishes granted in 10 years. Quick, come on. Come on. Come on. You could leverage the one wish to get, to more, wishes. get more wishes in the future. Fine, great. Right. Lick a smelly man's armpit or chew his rotten toenail. Lick the armpit. Why? Better. Than. <laughs> Why? Better than eating his toenail. Okay. <laughs> Bur- buried alive or stranded at sea. No brainer. Oh, is it? Uh, God, that's really that's the hardest one we've ever had, hands down. Stranded at sea. Because it's not it's you, not certain death. It's not certain death, and you have the option to kill yourself quicker. Really? At sea, yeah. Uh, what would you do? Swim down so far you couldn't come back yeah, up again. Yeah, take a big deep breath in, or like. I don't think you'd be. Oh God, that sounds horrendous, man. To be honest. Eat the eat the raft. Who says you're? you're well, that's, you're, that's probably going to make you live longer, isn't it? There was a video right. the other day of a shark breaking through the cage on Facebook. Terrifying. The cage. The ca- it's the cage. <laughs> you know the big cage in Australia? With the shark in. Yeah. yeah. And it broke it now. Terrible. Productivity. Prodcast. So we have... V2. Five... V2. Yeah. A long time ago when, our, when we used to record the podcast on a potato and a bit of string. With a, yeah, and a packet of crisps as the <laughs> pop filter. It was like episode 10 or something. So now... Having developed a number of years and refined our methods, we have five tips for you on productivity. There's, uh... We now have a microphone balanced on a chair. <laughs> <laughs> really precariously It's a good microphone, balanced. though. It's, a, oh, it's lovely. Yeah. Such a fan of the dildo. Okay. So Five tips. We're going to tell you what they are and then dive into them. So going paperless, doing the dishes, notifications, controlling access to you, and energy probably won't make a lot of sense to you right now but let's dive in so number one going paperless i am obsessed with an app called evernote which you may have used but it's one of those things that the more you put in the more you get out and it really is a and it, it's a prosthetic brain at the moment i've got maybe two thousand notes on there ranging from admin documents to university notes uh, recipes propane stuff articles emails book summaries, articles that I've read and clipped. If you use Chrome or Safari, you can get the Chrome Clipper, which means that if you're on any kind of page, you just press one button and it converts the page into nice, clean, readable format and you can save it to your Evernote. So you use this mostly for uni stuff. that be fair? Probably half and half. Okay. Uni stuff, personal notes, propane... Well, that's, that's, that's no longer half. So, yeah. so, so I guess what I'm, what I'm trying to say is I want this to be applicable for anybody listening. So I'm... Training stuff. Training. Do you record your training in there? Yeah. And so training notes, um, anything that my coach has told me that's notable and needs... That's impressive. Remembering. That's impressive. Stuff from the physio. So I'm, I'm a regular guy, regular girl. Just any old regular girl. Okay. That's me. And um, I'm... So on... what, what do girls do? <laughs> I don't know. You're the one with the with the fan club. No, but I'm I'm driving to work. I'm listening to my favourite two guys speak on the podcast about productivity, and I'm thinking, how do I? How could I go about starting to use Evernote in my life? What would be the first thing that you'd suggest? Well, I'd say from what you've said there, you clearly like cars and podcasts. Those are the two things I know about. So you just make lists of cars and podcasts. <laughs> well, you can make as many lists as you want, and if you got Evernote Premium. You've delimited your... The amount of lists you can have oh all across all devices. But you could start by, say, taking all the paper that you have that's relevant 
and making paperless yeah. copies of so it. So the, the, this is really it. The the going paperless allows you to be able to instantly index anything. What Evernote does, it has this function to um, you you upload a PDF in there and it'll scan it and be able to search within that document. So and you scannable for that? Yep, Evernote the scannable app. is the the app made by them. So. You just you literally hold your phone over a sheet of paper and it'll automatically recognize the borders, increase the contrast, cut down the file size, upload it as a PDF into your Evernote, into your chosen notebook stack. And there you go. So I do this with any notes or handouts that I'm given. If you're a student, it's way better than trying to keep a physical file of this stuff. Something that people always say is like, oh, but what happens if you like break your computer or then you lose everything? Like, that's not a valid criticism because if you keep your notes physically you've got exactly the same problem like what well, happens if you lost all your physical notes you're more fragile in that instance aren't you because it's if you lose a book there's no backup gone. there's no cloud backup yeah. for your book i suppose the only thing that I'm, I'm thinking is like if evernote goes down luckily evernote has local copy cloud copy and if you wanted to you can um you can back it up yourself as well on a on an external hard drive right okay First thing I could do is go through my room, kitchen, study, whatever, environment, pick up all the papers. But the first thing I'm thinking of is like driving license. Oh, but, fantastic. Yeah. But so then that... you, you have instant access to your driving. There's been countless <clears throat> times where I've been asked for driving license number or Do you keep the physical copy of it? Because there must be keep... certain bits of paper that matter that you have them physically. I have them somewhere in in some vault in South Africa somewhere. Uh, so <laughs> when you say go paperless, you don't mean get rid of paper completely. You mean I, I get rid of as much paper as I can afford to get away with. So you have the bare minimum. Like you can't throw away your passport and then try and claim to the guy at the airport. Like, oh, <laughs> oh bro, 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 it's a picture of it, honestly. Um, you still told me to scan it. <laughs> go on, just listen to that episode of the podcast. But, so training notes, any paper, anything, any websites you like, or stuff you read that's interesting. Recipes. When sometimes you'll come across a blog post, say on I don't know propanefitness.com, that's amazing. For example. And you know, <laughs> um, on dealing with the weekend, I've tried, well, I forgot the name of it now. The the weekend advantage. The weekend. Yeah, let's the say we- you read the weekend advantage on Trademark. propane fitness TM, <laughs> and you think, wow, that is phenomenal. I'm gonna press my one button, instantly. It's saved in my Evernote. I can look at it as a reference Whenever I guide. Want. Does it save the whole thing or does it just save what's visible on the screen? So what it can do is simplify the article. So it takes off the formatting of the page, but keeps the images and the text. So it minimizes. So it removes the, the HTML. Yeah. And takes just the text. This always happens on these podcasts where I'm like paperless. All right, mate. Yeah, sure. We'll talk about that. And I'm like, oh God, I'm going to go do this. Okay. So move all of your notes, all of your training, paper, thoughts, websites, reference into Evernote. And index it A to Z. It's, it's honestly changed my life and I couldn't live without it now. So so now if I have to dig up a single reference or a single piece of information. Just, it's there. Yeah. So the, the last four years of medical school, I have to find one piece of information. You press command J, type the word, and then it's up. You've It, it searches through all your PowerPoints, all your PDFs, everything, and just get, delivers the one thing that you need. So What's your folder arrangement? That's what everyone will be... Everyone will be itching to know. How do, sure. how do I arrange my Evernote? So you've got inbox for anything new that's just been scanned in. So that, that's, that's your holding area for new documents. Then you've got admin documents, stuff that you keep permanently. So driving license information, um, policy documents, things like that. Next is Beth. Beth, if you're listening. <laughs> Love you, Beth. Um, 
Beth is not. Oh, Beth isn't actually my girlfriend either. So Beth is. Uh, <laughs> She's another fan. Is my my personal assistant. This deserves a whole new line on the. Oh, on it the, does. We have but, to be another podcast, I think. Well, the, the other the next In one celebration is going to be called Beth. Beth. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just send it to her. With no warning. She's even agreed to make cakes for me as well. Right, so Beth... You did outsource that? Yeah. I can't believe... I, so, <laughs> again, we'll, we'll discuss it later. Well. So Beth is my personal assistant. Um, I synchronise anything that I need her to do, any tasks, and she sends me her breakdown of time, so her time, time sheets. Yep. Using Toggle. Yep. Um, we've got... That's what we should do. If people want us to talk about personal assistance and outsourcing parts of your life then let us know because that might be a little bit dry for some people it could be <laughs> while it's probably the most excited you'll ever hear us <laughs> you might not find it interesting so if you want us to, to explain that more send us an email admin at propane fitness and we'll we'll get it sorted what she does is um she takes me shopping and carries me around by the hand um stops me getting run over i thought you just... sat in the seat in the trolley yeah she can she puts me in the seat sometimes right, okay and wheels me about but when when I'm naughty, she puts the strap on as well to stop me. Right, from, um, yeah. puts the strap on. <laughs> Straps me into the trolley, and then Good. I don't get any sweets. So after Beth, so personal assistant so stuff. After Beth, I've got a notebook stack which has all of the different modules of the current year of study. Below that, we've got the previous years in different notebook stacks, and then we've got different projects. So propane um, summaries of books, recipes, training. So this is miscellaneous notes. This is four years of your head. Yep. In and out. So if I died, um, I could just be there'd, you there'd be no quite, loss. quite yeah. easily. <laughs> no I, loss. I'm, I'm redundant because my, my brain up to this point is in there. So the idea of, of creating like a manual of me is a, again, in a whole other podcast, <laughs> but we'll, that, that's basically what you have, isn't it? That's it. Evernote will eventually replace all humans. <laughs> wow. So, tip number two, <laughs> doing the dishes. Now, that sounds like an extremely simple tip, but I think probably something that's taken both of us five years. Probably how, how, aged us five years yeah, by, by not realising. So, if you think about right now, think about all of the stuff that at some point over the past 24 hours and the next 24 hours that will have your attention that it's something you need to do or a responsibility. If you start to think like that, it can become extremely overwhelming very, very quickly. So mounting to-do lists, emails from your boss telling you to do things, things you remember you should have done yesterday, things you got to do next week. And you kind of sit there and it can be very paralyzing. This idea of doing the dishes is from a book called Loving What Is by a lady called Byron Katie, which is a possibly the strangest name I've ever come across. And well, can you remember? Second to Phyllis Cream. <laughs> <laughs> well, she, she talks about how one day she came in the house and the house was a mess and she started to get really cross with her husband and then she decided, instead of that, I'm just going to do the dishes because there seems like this mounting pile of everything to do. Instead of worrying about everything, I'm just going to, I'll just do the dishes. And then before you know it, the dishes are done. And then you move on to the next thing, like clean the kitchen. Before you know it, kitchen's clean. Move into the living room, clean the living room. The living room's clean. And the idea behind it really is that you never have you never have more to do than you can do because you can only do as much as you can do. Now I realise that that's sounds bizarre, but you when we get so overwhelmed with stuff to do when it comes to our productivity, 
if we only ever just focus on number one priority right now and do it till it's done and just keep that keep that in mind and forget about everything else while you're doing the dishes in inverted commas it's a much more stress-free way of existing it sounds like we've got it nailed it's something that i really struggle with i think something still. we always need to remind ourselves yeah. to do and it, the, the problem is it sounds so simple and it's only going to make sense when you actually do it and you realize that 99% of the time when you're doing a task, you're also doing five other things in your head mm. or you've got the burden of those other things in your head. And really, it doesn't help to do that. You can only do what you can do and you only yeah. have as much capacity as you can physically do. So <laughs> I think realizing that is actually, while it sounds incredibly simple, is really quite profound. You, you stress yourself out because you think you need to do 10 things today. But if you can't do 10 things, you just can't do 10 things. You're just running ahead of it in your head, yeah. but you still only have a certain speed that you can so if you just get start off your desk. And then complete that task one, and then task two, and then task three, and then task four. By the end of the day, you've done four things. If you just have that focus rather than thinking, oh my God, I'm not going to do 10, I'm not going to do 10. By the end of the day, you've not done anything. So I've it's... been getting a bit more stressed over the last month or so. And it's only been, say, two weeks ago when I've finally internalized that and just been able to sit down and say right i've got two hours i'm going to begin working on this project and what happens happens i you know i'm working at a constant rate of two hours yes obviously you have to manage your focus and your your productivity rate and all of that through other means but at the end of the two hours okay i've either done it or i haven't mm. it shouldn't have to be a story yeah, around there, is, there is nothing else it's <clears> just that but yeah, I suppose that leads into the next thing, which is... Just before you... we go on, there's, okay. a, the, there's a, a quote that you reminded me of. Uh, Man is only made to bear the burden of 24 hours, no more, no less. I can't <laughs> remember who said that, but... <laughs> right. Yeah, so you wake up, today is what you have to worry about. Tomorrow will come, yesterday mm. happened. It's another Brian Johnson thing. We should probably talk about Brian Johnson as well <laughs> in another podcast, but there's a, a service that yourself and I have been using called Optimize Me optimize me i think so um basically book summaries concept summaries one of them is perceiving everything in just day tight compartments so the way to create the way to be productive or successful over your lifetime is to create a string of successful years the way to create a successful year is a string of successful months the way to create a string of successful months is a string of successful days and so the only thing you can ever worry about is one day at a time and focusing on a day so the start of the day, that's all that matters. End of the day, forget about it. Tomorrow's the new focus. So yeah, it's, I suppose it's all about being present and mindful, really, when you when you summarise it and bring it down. It's but, all you can ever do, a successful day. And yeah. if you zoom <laughs> yeah. in even further, all you can do is a successful now. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> but instead of thinking about it like that, it's really easy to think like... We'd, we'd somehow take on the burden and compress the next of two months, two months and previous yeah. two months into... Into right now. So next tip, notifications. I've finally taken the well, final plunge and disabled everything. Yeah. So now I get no notifications so, on my phone apart from calls. So why do you not want notifications? Because I think this leads into, or it's connected quite tightly with the being able to do the dishes, which is another way yeah. of discussing deep work, I suppose. Isn't it? So there's, there's actually so many reasons, but first thing, I'm sure everyone's experienced sat with someone who's constantly looking at their phone and what it's, Suggesting that Johnny's uh, doing that right now, <laughs> just to, uh, on, to purpose. on purpose. On purpose. Thank you. So what they're communicating there, whether they mean to or not, is what I'm looking at is more important than you and then what you have to say, and that 
that always comes across as a very um, very insulting thing to do to someone. <laughs> that, that, that was the illustrated point. <laughs> See, that was. I had to go all the way into settings to make that happen. <laughs> so that's number one. Second thing, it stops you doing the dishes. Anytime mm. you get something that pulls you out of what you're doing, often it's so. I, it's, there's never, there's never really an emergency. And if something is an emergency, the person would call you. They wouldn't send you a text or an email or a Snapchat or. A, a... <laughs> <laughs> send help in car accident. <laughs> Lol. With a filter, <laughs> the, the dog. <laughs> and then thirdly, this is something we discussed with Chris. You wake up. You check your phone. Mm. instantly you're sucked into this whirlwind and before you know it you're three hours down the line you've started your day according to other people's agenda what you had to do that day has been thrown out the window it makes more sense for your phone to be something that serves you rather than Mm. you become its servant i think notifications for me so you as with most of this stuff to be honest you led me on to the idea and i used to have like on my on my laptop, notifications would come up in the top right corner. My phone, I'd have text notification, email notification, the, like the works, everything. Um, and it's just it is impossible. You seem to, to deal with it pretty well. You, you it didn't it didn't visibly stress you. But what would always happen is that a notification would come up. One one of us would look at it and then lose the train for a moment. That's it. Yeah. Even we, notifications that you set <clears throat> yourself as part of your calendar. It's, it's derailing. This is this is an, another completely separate idea, but people often use reminders or calendar appointments to remind them to do something, which can be quite derailing in what you're already doing. Like if you get a reminder going like, call Beth at 2 p.m. and you're doing something else at 2 p.m., well, that does nothing but stress you out. Like I, th- I don't think there's a single notification, well, there may be some, but there aren't that many notifications that are like, yes. You know, all of them are like, oh God. Someone needs me to do this, or I forgot to do that, or I need to be here and I'm not. Um, and even to use Yusuf's example of getting up in the morning, you get up in the morning and you look, if, look at your phone, even if it's not like emails and messages, if it's even just Instagram and Facebook, to then get yourself out of that frame of mind and think like, what am I doing today? Like, what do I need to do this morning? Where do I need to be? It's so difficult to completely pull yourself out of it. Oh, it's a massive addiction, yeah. and I I flinched massively. I'm sure I'm sure anyone listening will think I'm flinching a little bit at the prospect of disabling all notifications. You think, oh well, I, I do need one, or I need that one, mm. or like to take the final plunge. And it's been so liberating. Um, there's there's I can't think of anything apart from let's say you are you work in some kind of emergency service where you have to be on call or you you have a well, and you can get a separate, separate phone. Yeah, it'd be a separate, like a... Do they still use pages in hospitals? I think they just use a, a shit phone. Do they really? Yeah. Right. Something that I actually do... Phone. So I, I have everything off on my phone. Not even calls get through. But a call gets through to my Fitbit. So... <laughs> so so I, I get... <laughs> I get notified by for a call. There's a man that lives down the road <laughs> that... Gets a homing pigeon that's sent from a German person who gets it on. Who intercepts the signal from EE headquarters to my phone. No, but my phone's in my pocket. So, I, in other words, the only time that I need to get my phone out of pocket is when someone's ringing me, and I get informed of that because of my fit. My Fitbit vibrates. Really and then you weird. You can decide 
whether or not. Well, because I can look at the Fitbit and I can see who's calling me. So I don't even because for me it's actually probably quite a severe addiction. Like I can look at my phone and I'll get drawn in because something will be flashing or I'll have an email or. And a it's message. engineered that way. It, of course, did, it is. Yeah. You know, you said a while ago about the 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 allure of the red dot on the yeah. app and. <laughs> One. And it, it check appeals, me, check me. Yeah, yeah. It, so it's asking for your attention. It appeals to the OCD in us where you, you might have looked at someone's phone and seen that they've got 3,000 emails and you think, oh, oh God, how could God. you not open that? So It's the open loop that we're designed to seek to close in our psychology. Like you see a notification, like I need to look at what It gives us is. a little moment of satisfaction and the notification comes up over what you're doing. There is also, I, I had a um, major addiction to feeling like I had to respond to people straight away as soon as I felt like someone sends a request, I've got to deal with that straight mm. away. And actually, if they're sending a text or an email, it's by definition not urgent. And mm-hmm. there's no reason why you should stop what you're doing just so that you can respond to someone else's request. Yeah. Yep. So what I do now, rather than check notifications, I just batch out time to do these things in bulk. Things like WhatsApp and Snapchat and Instagram are under a folder called time wasting. That's at the end of my app scrolling list. So they get checked on a low priority. But Facebook messages once a week, Saturday, 9.30 p.m. I go through Facebook private messages. <laughs> well, most people are out, <laughs> drunk out of their minds. I'm sat There's being boring. Batching his, batching his messages. How do, you, how do you stick to that? Because I think... You very much have to peel yourself away initially. I think I would just get, and I do, I'm guilty of it. Like, I'll be working, I'll be doing something, it maybe gets a little bit monotonous. And I have this, before I know it, I'm on my phone. I'm yeah, going I, through... Of course, we still find ourselves going yeah. into the old habits. And you're sat, if you're sat in a waiting room or something, and the instinctive thing that you do is phone. you pick up your phone and you're just mindlessly, and you're thinking, this isn't... Louis C.K. talked about this, and he said, all we're doing, like, we've got this this hole in our chests that of like this void that we're trying to fill with um, just sort of saccharin. Um. <laughs> it's instant, it's instant, instant comfort and instant attention or instant entertainment, I suppose, isn't it? So he said, I, I was driving and I was like, oh, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm just going to text five people and say hi, <laughs> just because I, he's like, I couldn't bear to be alone for five seconds while I was driving. Yeah. And I'm willing to take the risk of, killing myself or others to do that. <laughs> and he said, you know what, I'm just going to pull over and, and deal with this for a moment. And he said he, he pulled over, realised that he was trying to fill this void in his in, in his chest. And yeah. he said, I, I just sat there and realised there's this deep sadness. And he said, I just started crying. Oh my goodness. And, then he, and he said, like, two or three minutes later, I, I finished the cry and I felt amazing because I'd actually allowed myself to cry rather than just try and plug this gap for two <laughs> seconds with a, with a text message. So there's your lesson. Whenever you feel yourself <laughs> looking at your phone, go and... Go and sit by yourself. Think about what you've done. <laughs> but, but that's the problem because you're now you're the weirdo. If you're at a party and you're just stood there, <laughs> not looking at your phone, yeah. Or if you're sat in a waiting room and you're just smiling at the wall, or doing like Olympic lifting. For or example. Uh, well, yeah. You'll have to wait and see. <laughs> well, by now that would be released. Referring ago. to the video log, have a look on our YouTube channel for that. <laughs> Do you know what number it is? The very beginning. It's just the 2016... Useless video log. Yeah. Excellent, excellent intro. (laughs) It's a classic favourite. So, notifications, try it for three days. That's my challenge to you. And then you can always turn them back on later, but you'll probably find that you've been so liberated by people just harassing you 
and quite often there's apps that you never even asked to notify you mm. and are just that are constantly refreshing the background awful I would say take it a step further and like leave your phone in another room for as long as you can leave it, put your, don't put your phone in the room where you go to sleep so you can't wake up and check it buy a cheap alarm clock get as much space from you and your phone as you can because I'm all for going like if you're going to if you're trying to manage something go nuclear with it because otherwise you'll just make up excuses tempted. as to why why you it's, need to go it's frightening like both of our phones are very they're, they're so, so close to each other. I was just feeling guilty. I was like, mine's in front of my in front of me, and I was like, oh, Yusuf hasn't even got his anywhere near him. Little did I know, no, it's in his hand between <laughs> between my legs. So, and it, it's weird. There's no other thing that you would keep so close to so you all, clo- the time. all the time, not even your spouse. So, <laughs> <laughs> always bringing it back to the fan club. The, the <laughs> spouses, spouse. That's quite a quite an old school word it is very very old school partner is the new fashionable thing to say isn't it because it's gender neutral but then whenever I say partner I did I got in an argument with my my hairdresser did I tell you about that no god (laughs) it could come across as quite um, my oh my god I really hope my hairdresser doesn't listen to this my hairdresser who's female said to me oh me and my partner went away this weekend and I can't remember how it got around to it but I said, I said, typically speaking, people who say partner tend to be referring to a partner of the same sex. Is that fair? This is what you said to them, or this is, uh, this is, is this an aside? No, no, that's what I said. Okay. But I, I'm asking for you to agree with me to make me right. feel better. Would you agree? The reason I can't say yes or no is that we can get into a lot of trouble these days for assuming <laughs> someone's gender, so... Oh, right, you want to go, you want to go a step further? Okay, so... What do you mean? Assuming someone's gender. That people get upset if you assume gender. They're male or female. Yeah. There, so was, I, there, there was a recent thing, a viral thing with uh, a professor who assumed someone's gender and it all kicked off. As he referred like, to someone as she and she wanted to be referred to as they. Okay. Okay. So So this is a similar thing. You're, that's you're assuming far. someone's partner is but a that, gender based that on... is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Someone wants to be referred to as a plural item. The pluralized noun. Well... Like, they. What are they doing? I'm not going to get into this discussion. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, so there was a... She's not gay, but there was a gay man in the room who heard me say that. And then started saying, like, oh, really? Do you think so? Like, I wouldn't refer to my partner as partner. I would call him him. And I'm like, okay, I, I'm really sorry. Oh, God. <laughs> Arguments, arguments, not not right. Absolutely, walking on no, thin ice. No, no one, no one was offended. But I just thought, like, I don't know. Every time, every time anyone in my social circle says I was with my partner, it is because it's a partner of the same sex. So my approach: if someone says I was with my partner, I curl up into a fetal position, <laughs> go into the corner <laughs> of the room, and just, just gently, don't say anything. Yeah, just gently Sway. cry. Yeah, mm. I just ring you, sir. <laughs> while while doing the while swaying. <laughs> He had to come get me from the hairdressers. Problem is, he rings me and then my phone doesn't go off. So, because it's in another room. <laughs> and it's on airplane mode. That, I, that's one final thing. In fact, no, this, this comes on to the next tip anyway. Thank you for getting me out of that situation. <laughs> Control access to you. So, one thing, if you're using an iPhone, I'm, there might be some feature for Android as well. Do not disturb mode. And you can schedule do not disturb mode to kick in at certain times of the day. So... The morning is sacred, 
so is bedtime. So what you can do is set your do not disturb mode to go to kick in at say 10 p.m. I've never thought of doing this, you know. Okay, so you, you go into so, settings, and I think do not disturb is a separate thing. So you your phone won't turn on, like won't receive information and data until. Well, it does, in the but morning. it doesn't do anything about it until yeah. So let's say I think until 10 a.m. So the hours between 6 a.m. and 10 a.m. are <clears throat> time to do what I has to be done. I thought it only disabled notifications. Right. Oh, you you can select whether to disable calls or not and you can choose special people that can be let through what i mean is like if i woke up and tried to check my email if my phone is in do not disturb mode will my emails have refreshed yeah right so it's not like airplane mode i wish you could schedule that schedule airplane yeah Yeah, that would be nice because it just takes takes the decision out of your hands doesn't it like whether you like it i know you can turn airplane mode off but if you could make it non-negotiable that like until 10 a.m your phone is in airplane mode so speaking of this tell us about your facebook app shenanigans what have you done with the facebook app on your phone got rid of it and you've set a password no i haven't no i haven't because i I, do not remember i was going to ask you to do this right should do it now (laughs) doing this live what i was what i was gonna ask so i've done this with a few of my clients who have stuff with Facebook. They say stuff, like they have a past with Facebook. They've done some things in the past. No, they um, they find Facebook very addictive and it is very addictive. It's designed to be addictive. And so the tip is get rid of Facebook from your phone. Now, most people will intuitively get around that by just Googling it or just, you know, looking it up in Safari or whatever the, um, the default web browser is on your phone. So you can set a, I don't know how to do it. Do you know how to do it? This is all falling on its face now. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be so slick. Everyone could hear you type in the... So I think what Johnny was trying to do, which I d- didn't realise he hasn't got round to doing, <laughs> is to try and set a password well, no, to access. Because it needs to be... The reason I haven't got round to it is it needs to be somebody else. I see. Otherwise... If I know the password, then I'll just put the password in. You could just mash the keyboard. Well, no, because then... I need to know. I well, need to be able to undo it. Well, that's it. That's the nuclear option. Like just permanently, <laughs> unless you can mash the keyboard in exactly the same way the next time. What I what I need is a is a trusted person, and I know that if I ask you to remember a password, it'll be in your Evernote. So then the risk is you... Evernote goes down. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's there's that, but like a like a crack addicted person, you you come in, raid my house, find my Evernote, <laughs> dig up the password just so you can go on Facebook on your phone. <laughs> Quite a long measure to do that. But Incredibly long, but you, you know. know I've been known to do some insane things. No, no. Um, I'd like to think, I suppose it's about creating as many barriers. Whenever you're trying to give up anything or or do something consistently, it is about putting as many measures in place to keep you consistent with that thing, isn't it? So that comes all the way back to like paying for coaching or, or whatever. Like you're putting as many structures in place to enable your consistency. In the making periods. the good habit as easy as possible to do, making the bad habit as difficult as possible. So yeah. if you listen to our podcast on ready meals, same thing. It's so easy to have the ready meals in your fridge, cupboard, put it in the microwave, done. Takes out the decision fatigue. But if you've got your cupboard stacked with all kinds of naughty foods, it becomes very, and, and no, you know, it, it's harder to then cook a proper meal from scratch. Obviously the default option when you're in a vulnerable state is to just go for the naughty stuff. Yeah. So controlling access to you, two services that I use for email, 
uh, throttle and unroll.me. <clears throat> if you use one, you probably um, wouldn't have to have used the other, but if you're like me, go on unroll.me, type in your email address, and it'll give you a list of all of the things that you're subscribed to, some of which you never even realized that you did subscribe to. And I think I had about 300 or 290 something subscriptions to different services and things and you can bulk unsubscribe do that and it'll just it, it gives it, it's quite a frightening um prospect how many companies have your email address to oh god johnny's just handed me a passcode okay the restrictions on so i'd encourage you especially if you get a lot of junk email to go through unroll.me make sure that you don't tick propane fitness email obviously <laughs> I was because they're say actually that. good they're fantastic and you'll you'll continue to get exclusive discounts and things that uh, the, the the chumps that aren't on the email list won't get the other third service is called throttle this is if you are asked to put in your email address into something that you don't feel comfortable sharing or you feel like you have to um you have to input for whatever reason or it's temporary you can download throttle it's free it's a chrome extension and that'll just suggest a automatically generated email address for you. And what it also does is if that company sells your email address to another company, something that we never do. Um, <laughs> no, that, that sounded sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not in the business of doing that. Um, but it, yeah, it tends to be quite, quite dodgy companies that do. Throttle will alert you and uh, snitch on them. I think... <sighs> I think I'm about to block Facebook access on my phone. It's exciting. It's, it's really painful to tip do. Tip number four. Tip number four. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. It is blocking access to me. I think as well, getting rid of emails, like get rid of anything that's attention that is an avenue to you that's on your phone. Apart from things that are fun, like Snapchat, for example. But like WhatsApp's terrible. Email's bad. You can even delete iMessage off your phone these days. Wow. But Goodness me. <laughs> you've forgotten about that, haven't you? If you've got, you've got an iPhone, you've got iOS 10, you can now delete Apple apps. So can you delete phone? <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> He's just picked it up to do it. Now. You're going to regret that. if you. What if you delete App Store? Then you can't even get it back. <laughs> so that's going pretty, pretty damn nuclear, isn't it? You could end up with a blank phone and nothing to do. Everything's wobbling, but nothing has an option to delete it. Energy. Tip number five. Tip number five. Yeah, I wasn't just shouting energy. <laughs> <laughs> I think just it's a it's a it's something that everyone thinks to be more productive to get more stuff done. You need more time. Um, you need uh, you just need to do more in the time that you have. And I think quite often, if you just create a little bit of space so that you feel a little bit more focused, a little bit more calm, um, and you manage how you feel and you manage your energy, your ability to get things completed in the time that you have will probably astound you. Um, so that comes right back to, for a long time I fell into the trap of, if I just keep waking up earlier and it doesn't matter if I only get six hours of sleep, I'll just wake up at 5 a.m. or 6 a.m., I'll get so much more done. In reality, if I get up two hours later and get eight hours of sleep, I almost inevitably get more done because I'm more focused, my energy is, is higher, and I'm less susceptible to procrastination and derailing and getting sucked in by different things. This is exactly something that I told a client the other day. He said, I don't feel like there are enough hours in the day, but I waste the time in the evening. <laughs> You're thinking, actually, 
take the hit, take that extra hour, and it'll pay off mm-hmm. more than an hour in productivity. Yeah. I often find that I always wish I'd gone to bed earlier. Between the hours of 10 p.m. and 1 a.m., you convince yourself Pointless. to stay awake, but oh, no. you end up doing yeah. absolutely bot all. <laughs> <laughs> Awful. It's especially toxic, I think, if you get sucked into the cycle of uh, like checking your phone and checking notifications, because it can be, it's like hard to put it down. Um, you know, you're like, oh, I'll just watch this one video on YouTube, and then like five hours later, you're just you're slipping still... into autopilot. It shows yeah. that you're tired, and yeah. that's why I really encourage you to start batching it. And as soon as you notice that you are not doing it, just think it's fine. I'll do it in bulk later. Just mm. drop it straight away, and don't expect to um, to take to hear these tips and think, oh, fine, it's it's, it's going to be smooth now. sailing. Yeah, for yeah. <laughs> it will be a struggle just because of the force of that habit. But if you can fully release that. Um, that addiction, then the habits sort of crumble away like mm. like old rope and uh, old old burnt rope is the the phrase, <laughs> isn't it? Put that in an article. I think somewhere. you could begin by sort of setting, you know, three three times in the day where check your email, check your Facebook, check your messages, respond for thirty minutes, then phone goes down, phone goes off, shut down your emails and get on with what you were doing again for a fixed amount of time. Um, sounds really simple to do, but I suppose if you focused on that for the rest of the year and did just that. You probably notice a big improvement in your attention, your mindfulness, your stress, all those things. That's that's your habit. Remember, we've got some material on habit change. Go on our website, look for two articles, one called Why You Failed or Change Your Habits by Johnny, and another one called Declare Jihad on Your Body and Become a Shred Eye <laughs> by me. They're both, <laughs> they've, they've both been written um, within the last couple of months, yeah. so you'll, you'll find them yeah. if you go to articles and scroll down. So that is our five tips for productivity. Johnny is saying <laughs> <laughs> that we've just launched a new ebook as well. Well, it's not it's not new, but that doesn't make it any less fantastic. Any less good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have um, so we have for a long time um, twenty two simple rules for dramatic results. Somebody pointed out to us that twenty two rules isn't actually that simple, which is a great point. Um, you know, <laughs> There were actually 22 rules that spanned, I think, probably like six areas of your life. But anyway, so something that we spend a lot of time working with our clients on is obviously diet tracking manipulation and pretty much the, well, the Mercedes-Benz of diet tracking tools is MyFitnessPal. Um, I think like most apps and like most pieces of software, a lot of people probably only get about 50% of the benefit from it. Um, and if you really sit down gear it up to the way that it, in a way that it can be used better. Use a few simple frameworks to sort of manage your diet on a weekly basis. We found people get a lot more out of it. So we've created an ebook called Five Tips. Five tips? Five strategies? Five things <laughs> that you can do to maximize my fitness pal. And that's available. I promise we did actually write it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> something like <laughs> who wrote it again no yeah so um lovely pretty images really big bold everything fantastic sometimes <laughs> i in the morning after i've checked my phone for 30 minutes and been really unproductive i'll just open it and look at it for a while just really calms you down just... it's, it's nice <laughs> makes you really productive as well and helps you lose fat and gain muscle at the same time improves Seriously, your sex though, life <laughs> the, the, there are some really good strategies in there to get the most out of my fitness pal and to use yep. it to leverage it to your advantage and accelerate your fat loss and muscle gain entirely free available on the main website 
because everyone has to say that these days. Propanefitness.com, big red banner along the top. Enter your email, we'll send it to you. The extra added benefit is that every time we do one of these podcasts, you get notified before anybody else. VIP. Cool. Okay. So that is it. The five tips once again going paperless, download Evernote, give it a shot. Number two, do the dishes. Every man is only able to bear the burden of 24 hours, no more, no less. <clears throat> Number three, try disabling notifications for three days. Give it a shot, especially if you're flinching from that idea. Mm. Number four, control access to you. Try out those two services, unroll.me and throttle. I think it's spelled, one, you know, the, the fancy way that all trendy startups are. Take like a letter out of yeah, it. Yeah, take the yeah. E off the end. Um, number five. Manage your energy. So if you're not getting enough sleep, get more sleep. Sounds obvious. If you find yourself procrastinating, task switching, or sitting for long hours at a time, not really doing anything, then really that needs to change. Something that one of our coaches told us, which has really resonated with both of us, is that with work, with when you're doing anything that requires an outcome focus, it sh- you should be special forces. Like get in, get out as fast as possible. The goal isn't to sit there for the sake of it. Pseudo working. Yeah, is, e- extreme focus, extreme rest. Don't yeah. faff around in the middle. Flux, flux between the two. When you're resting, complete rest. Disconnect from everything. Disconnect from screens. Get enough sleep. Sounds really simple. But I think if you're able to, if you took those five tips and really mastered them, you would be a very different person at the end of it. Okay. That's everything from this episode of the Propane Fitness Podcast. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I will speak to you next time.